Common sense is not so common. And in an era where global uncertainty is rampant and government is out of control, this is the show making sense of all the madness. Broadcasting live from the Arizona desert, you can't dodge the Hodge. Here's your host, Dave Hodges. Hey, everybody. Welcome to our guest segment of the Common Sense Show. My name is Dave Hodges. I'm the host, and we're the show that's freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And we have a really great guest for you. You recommend him to me all the time like I don't know him. That's okay. I know who Paul Martin is, but I do appreciate you wanting me to have him back on, and he's back on. Uh, We are not posting to YouTube any longer with our interviews, and uh, you'll have to go to our, our radio show or to our website, where we'll post the majority of it. And let me remind you, we have our venture on TV. And we got to get Paul on, on our TV show as well, too. The Common Sense Show.tv, $2.99 a month, commercial free, or $30 a year. You can't beat those prices. We're the lowest in the industry, and I made sure of that. We're just paying for storage fee. But no commercials. You requested it. You all complained. Too many commercials, Dave, in the interviews. Hey, that's YouTube, not Dave. And so I said, okay, let's go commercial free, and we have. So I just want to let you know that's available. Also, too, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know about the food. Preparewithdave.com, 25-year shelf life, $100 off the four-week package. People are buying multiple sets. Okay, that's easy, preparewithdave.com. But let me also tell you what people are really finally hooking into. The water filtration, they're getting it. They know that in the fifth day of a crisis, people walk off the jobs. No one's going to be monitoring your water. And you better have a water filtration system set up or you're screwed. And this is the best there is. Aquapure Pro Water Filter. The research is at waterwithdave.com and they compare themselves to their competitors and they come out number one every single time. 40% off this great system. Remember, on the fifth day of a crisis, waterborne illnesses become the number one cause of death. Preparewithdave.com for the food. Waterwithdave.com for the water filtration. And we have Paul Martin with us. Uh, Paul, welcome. I have an interesting story to tell you. You, you know about my security breaches, and that's been well publicized. I made sure that got out here. Well, we have something else going on now. Um, two nights ago, two of my videos um, broadcast had the sound stripped away after they were okay. Um, I'd like to say that's it, but no, 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 no. I keep getting knocked off. And this morning, just uh, probably just about an hour ago before I did my last interview, um, someone, we have a new computer now, and that was made necessary too because someone crashed the computer. Long story, but so we got a new computer, two days old, and I'm doing a broadcast. We get about halfway through it, and something takes over the screen and start imposing images on the screen. I was able to get it away, but uh, I mean, it happened live. I was on a live broadcast, and uh, there were a lot of people that saw it happen, and uh, Paul. They're pulling out the stops against us, aren't they? Well, absolutely, they have to. I mean, this country is in a wreck. I don't know if you saw it. I'm going to put it up. I've been so busy uh, that uh, thousands of cars lining up in Dallas for food. They're coming from across the state, Dave, to get food. Yeah, I'm hearing that from one of my other sources in Texas. Um yeah, the, the 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 pictures are just mind mind numbing. I mean, and it, I mean, it's been going on around the country 
all over the place. People were running out of food. This 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 COVID nineteen is a is a weapon to bring us down. Yeah, it's a weapon. Uh, it's no longer an illness. I think it's run its course. Don't you agree? Yeah, I mean, it, every time I talk to a nurse, there was one cute young lady came to the store and she got out of her car. She had her face mask in her right hand. She was kind of shaking her head, and I go, yeah, me too. And uh, she was a nurse over in Greeley, and she said, my last shift, this is about two weeks ago, she said, my last shift, I had two patients die on Friday, and two patients passed away on Saturday. None of them died of COVID, but that's what was on their death certificates. It's happening all over the country. Yeah, it's hard to even respond to that. Uh, I'm just going to say this, okay? And and I'm so sick of having to say it. People say numbers, 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 numbers are up, numbers are up. Bull crap, bull crap. The FDA commissioner on April 18th, and he doubled down on this statement, public statement he put into writing, and he said, and this is Commissioner Hahn, he said that we're not going to make the test manufacturers validate their accuracy of their tests. There's not time. Well, it's been five months. There's certainly been time, but they haven't done it. The numbers are filled with false positives. I've reported on so many cases, 100% positivity in 334 Florida testing stations on July the 11th. Impossible, Paul. It's impossible. And if you, you know, what we have right now is a COVID test that would be like a teacher giving a test with no answer key. You don't know what the answers are. You don't know what the numbers are. The numbers are what they say they are, and there's nothing more. And they're basing shutdowns based on this. But, you know, the casinos can be open because uh, they launder the cartel and Chicom money that they're doing with government people in Arizona and California. Oh, I'm coming out with a lot on this, Paul. Uh, but, but you can't open the gyms. You can't open the churches. Paul, it's all a bunch of BS. It's beyond B. It's beyond BS. Way beyond that. But we take it. We take it. Oh yeah. I'll give yeah, you an example. I mean, that 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 uh, uh, is his name MacArthur. I think he's the California uh, pastor. Uh, and they told him you can only have a hundred people on the beach. Screw you. And they had five thousand. That shows you how weak California is. They should have had five hundred thousand. Oh, without, without a doubt. I mean, people are just, I mean, there's all these people out here fighting and knocking people down because they don't have their masks on. <laughs> the masks don't even work. I know. I had, to get, I had a doctor's appointment yesterday. He's been my doc for 30 years, and everybody's got masks on in his office. And so we got back into the examination room, and uh, I said, David, these things don't even work. It's on the CDC's website. It's on the end of boxes that these masks will not protect you from the coronavirus. And he was—he just—he was just stunned. I mean, it's amazing the amount of idiocy that's out there, Dave. It's just mind-numbing. I do have a ray of, you know, I have a ray of hope. I'll present along those lines. Sounds like your doctor might be a nice guy, but he's a dummy. I don't know how you can be a doctor and not know what you just told him. The lay person should not be educating the doctor. It should be the other way around. But Exactly. Uh, twice a month, I go get these uh, 
what basically they're allergy injections and it's a big ward huge and they're different all kinds of different nurses and they're also sweet and so nice and and they 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 deal with a lot of chemo people too so um, they, they have to really be empathetic and they're just kind people and I always engage them in conversation and the last four times I've been there <laughs> I, I, I just say enjoying your mask what yeah are you enjoying your mask oh my god I hate this I said well it okay it'll all be better soon when the vaccines here and all four nurses in those visits and a couple of them even joined in other other colleagues when I was explaining all the crap that was going on like discussions you and I have um, they just said we're not taking the vaccine we've already told our supervisors you come with a mandatory vaccine requirement you're going to have to replace this and this is and I said well how many of your colleagues feel this way they go about three out of four one out of four single parents feel they got to keep the job do whatever and I said you mean risk their lives for something that hasn't even gone through animal testing and they go yeah exactly Dave you got it you got animal testing we've talked about this there are people in the medical profession Paul that get it some so thank God I yeah I I mean our store has been busy's not even an approach it's, it's been in business has been insane since this whole thing started and uh, all kinds of people that come in here we got nurses doctors you know construction workers electricians plumbers I mean the, the whole spectrum and uh, I mean, are you gonna take the vaccine hell no I'm not I mean it's it's basically across the board yeah, the mainstream media is reporting that 42% of respondents in polls are saying they won't take the vaccine. I'm saying 42%, are you kidding me? I don't think I could find 42 people. They're the, the widespread, we're not going to take it. Now, I will tell you this, Paul. Once they turn up the heat, weakling Americans, and we become sissies, they'll act, oh, you can't leave your home? I'll lose my job. My kids can't go to school. Oh, oh can't have that. And we'll get a fair number of Americans that will acquiesce to the pressure. But I think a lot of people are going to draw a line in the sand. Well, they think, better. There's not going to be sand to draw. Well, you know, it's interesting. Uh, and I did a broadcast on this last night. You, you know, these globalists, they never put themselves out in front and do interviews where they can be questioned and challenged and made look like fools. But Bill Gates has been doing this. And I think this is highly significant. He did an interview about a week ago with CBS and the lady, I mean, she probably got fired after she said this. She said, well, Mr. Gates, uh, how do you explain the 80% uh, side effect rate of your vaccine? And you went through phase one clinical trial. And he did not know what to say. He fumbled and stumbled and bumbled. And now he's coming out, anti-vaxxers, 5G conspiracy theorists. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, wow, Bill, don't you have minions that can do this for you? Can't you get the media, the mainstream media, to manipulate the stories? Why are you out there now? I've never seen, have you ever seen Bill Gates out in front arguing about these conspiracy theories? I've never seen it of you. No. No, and does that tell you how desperate they are? Yeah. This is, well, their, I, this is their final play. I have, I have no idea, but uh, they'll probably... They'll probably hit us with another bug that's a little more lethal um, than this last one to get us to take the vaccine, because that's the only shot they've got. 
I mean, it, there's the internet for God's sakes. I mean, people are pay, are paying attention, and, and uh, thousands. I mean, commenters on uh, different radio shows from the uh, our side of the fence are well aware of the situation, and they know that Bill Gates. Uh, I mean, the information on him's been out there for years. His parent, his dad, and the ex- extermination of the human race. And uh, it's amazing the amount of people on on, t- on different talk radio shows that are very well versed in this. So that's a good sign. It is a good sign. Let me ask you a question. Have you heard anything from your East Coast intelligence source about what is coming? Uh, yeah, he's been very, 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 very ill for some time which I'm sure they hit him with something, him and his wife. Uh, but he's back above ground, and uh, he's basically saying we're on our own. What does he mean by that? Well, the government, this this thing called government, has been gutted. And you've got, I mean, look at the amount of... Uh, Riders and police officers quitting. Uh, Oregon State Police have pulled out of Portland completely. Yeah, saw that. They have no backing. So it, this goes back to what uh, uh, Mike Adams had that uh, article oh, six or eight weeks ago that he got a bunch of um uh, Navy SEALs and Delta Force and all those guys, crack troops. You guys know what's going on. Write me an article. And uh, to paraphrase the article, he said, you people in flyover country are probably going to be okay, but the blue cities are just going to burn. And, uh, I mean, we had a uh, uh, support the police in, uh, in Fort Collins, Colorado, and I went out there to it and had about 45 uh, Black Lives Matter people show up, and, and uh, they got they got pushed out. But the the only black guy that was there, a friend of mine, I, I had a speaking engagement up in uh, Estes Park, or below Est, right below Estes, Estes Park, and um, fascinating guy. I mean, smart, 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 smart. Big guy, stout, uh, former Marine officer. Uh, and he was at the Denver rally when they really got attacked. And the only black guy that was there, and he went over and talked to him at the Fort Collins rally. And this guy's the, uh, the, the coordinator. He rallies up the kids and gets the signs, and, 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 and that's his job. And uh, so he was kind of berating me pretty good on the, on the street there before they pushed everybody out. But this, this whole BLM Antifa nightmare is coordinated warfare is what it is. I mean, how can you stand to let, well, we 77th or 78th day in Portland of riots? God almighty. I know. Look at what they did in the Clinton administration. At Waco, they burned those people to death. Yep, I was covering it on the air. And, and, uh, and you've got uh, uh, the Randy Weaver situation. They murdered half his family. 
shot one in the back, shot the wife, Vicky, and the while she was holding her baby. <laughs> yeah, and, and now you look at it, you, you can't get any defense against anything. And those people at Waco, they were no threat to anybody. The ATF didn't have to come in like stormtroopers. And quite frankly, I feel bad for the loss of life, but they got what they deserved. You can't just storm someone's house with a gun and not expect them to respond. And and now, Paul, we can't even get the forces of law enforcement to respond. That's why the state patrol pulled out of Portland, because the, the local government there wouldn't support them. They were letting them. They were letting these people loose. That who were they arresting? Yeah, they 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 want these cities burned down. They want this is Luciferian, Dave. They want these cities burned, stripped, mauled, whatever <laughs> term you want to use. I mean, this is open warfare on this country. And uh, thank God we haven't had uh, too much trouble here. They they got drove out of Bertha. That, uh, BLM did with a bunch of guys with horses drove them out. Yeah, I saw that. And we had a we had a we had a scout out at the Fort Collins rally, and right down the street from the Fort Collins uh, Police Department headquarters, uh, this guy was reported there was three carloads of BLM guys just hanging hanging out in the parking lot, and. Uh, they must have saw him watching them because they didn't get out of their cars. And the uh, the when they drove these, they drove them down the street and then turned them left. There were some big boys at that rally, and uh, and then they got down into a housing division, got into a fight, and a bunch of them got the living crap beat out of them, mm -hmm. which they mm -hmm. should or at least be shot. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. That, that goes against my, uh, we don't use violence to solve problems, but in self-defense, perfectly acceptable. I hear what you're saying, Paul. Um, you know, it's almost like the man part of me, not the spiritual part, almost says, well, if we're going to fight this civil war, let's just get it on right now. I mean, that, that's kind of like, you know, stop talking and start punching. I mean, that's my attitude. Um, I remember one time I was playing pickup basketball as a, as a kid. I was probably about 14 and I didn't take any crap then, and and um, I wasn't the weakling that I am today. And this guy was just abusing my body, and finally, I, I, and he's yelling at me, cussing at me, was a, a bigot. And I looked at him and I said, "You know what? Stop talking and start punching, or I'll knock you out." That 14-year-old attitude <laughs> needs to resurface in America. It really does. People need to walk through the streets and take these rioters who are killing people, shooting five-year-old kids in the head for riding a bike on their lawn, they need to take these people and hang them from the nearest lamppost. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's a shame that this has come to this, but this is the, the, the Chai Khan Democratic Party warfare on, on the United States and its people. Yeah, I know. Well, they got this... Uh, group black spots something it's a spin-off of antifa and, yeah, and they, you see the poster for the 50-day siege of the white house and they depict the white house in flames while they look on in their graphic and my question is where the hell is the secret service yeah i mean that's an open threat to the president in the country they ought, these people ought to be arrested today 
I know, I know that. It's illegal to advocate or participate in a violent overthrow of America, and it's illegal to threaten the life of the president or the vice president. That came in after JFK's assassination. Those are federal offenses with deep penalties. Where is our law enforcement? They're, being, they're afraid of being called racists. Well, Paul, I've come to a conclusion. Let me run this by you and I'll get you to comment. When Trump came into office, the TPP, which would have put a 22-person panel in charge of our entire government, uh, unelected, and they could have negated anything the President, the Congress, and the Supreme Court did. And Trump said, nope, we're not doing that. And he got rid of it. And now we see these terrorist groups being funded by major corporations. I think what they're doing here, it's a return of the TPP in a different form, and they're using civil rights as the cover to install a corporatocracy, a fascist government controlled by big business. What do you think? Absolutely. And I think Antifa and Black Lives Matters are just the foot soldiers for these corporations. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, these kids are making, as I've heard uh, from people that talk to them, I didn't, I didn't go over and talk to that group. My, my temper's too bad. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know that. <laughs> yeah, the old Marine Corps veteran would have come out. Oh, that would have been ugly. Oh, that would have been ugly. Yeah, I, I, I just kind of hung out in the center of the, of uh, our group, <coughs> our group, excuse me, and visited with some friends, and uh, let the let 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 the younger troops go in, and. Uh, but these people are being paid $150 a day. I know that. George Soros money now. Yep. Let's call it what it is. The man and they who turned not, in... Yeah, I've he, had more comments on my website about why this, why isn't this guy in jail. If, if, if we know everything we know about George Soros, it's all over the web. You know the White House knows about it. And I've been saying for the last three years... Trump's going to have to pull out the presidential brass knuckles and get some stuff done. It's out of time. We're on our it's own. Way, your East it's Coast, way past time. Yeah, your East Coast intelligence source is right. We're on our own. We are on our own. The president has largely been neutered. I'm going to vote for him again. But when COVID came in, there's something that took place there, Paul, that we're not seeing. I will tell you what two Pentagon people told me, and you and I have discussed this privately. Uh, my best source for years hooked me up at different times with two different Pentagon sources who were in the know. And both of them said exactly the same thing. And I do not even think they were affiliated with each other at all. Uh, they both said, if Trump will start a war with China, he'll keep his presidency. If not, I can't tell you what will happen, but it won't be good. That's effectively what I heard. And those conversations took place in May. So three months ago. Well, and then and then, and then here you are writing about all the Chicoms and in, in uh, 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 Western Canada, hanging out in the uh, Indian reservations, and there's there's no there's absolutely no doubt. I mean, we probably can't even come up with the numbers of of, of the Chicoms in the United States. No, uh, you, you know, Steve. Quayle and I used to put numbers on this, but I, he and I both agree now it's too difficult to put an accurate number on there. I mean, the Chicoms controlled Long Beach Port for 20 years, and they could have brought any number of people in. 
we know the solar energy farms. The, in fact, I just interviewed Shauna Cox a couple of days ago, and that's going to uh, uh, air here shortly, uh, early in the week. And Shauna, you know, from the Bundy family, Clive and Bundy, Emmon Bundy, and and Shauna and I talked about uh, the Chinese solar energy farms. And Peter Reed, son of Harry Reed, paid five million dollars to try to set that up. And these solar energy farms are near Air Force bases. And <laughs> whoa, this is not good because we know they have portable EMP weapons that can bring down planes and they've already done it. I reported on it five years ago. So Paul, this is all Red Dawn preparation stuff. And and uh, I didn't break the story in Canada, but I've known about the Chinese there. But Sarah Westall, it's kind of ironic. I just had her on two days ago. Great guest, great journalist. She uh, had on a guy named Peter Annette and Peter was reporting on the details of the of the Chicoms and they're being allowed to operate under the full permission of Trudeau. They have full reign because everyone's locked down with uh, COVID-19. They use the area there to launder their, uh, through the casinos, they launder their, uh, their drugs, their trafficking exploits. But Paul, you saw what I wrote this morning. Paul Preston and I have been reporting on these activities in America casinos in the, in the Southwest, in Arizona, in California. He and I have been reporting on this for over four years. We're going to do another interview here shortly in a couple of days when he comes home from being out and about, and we're going to cover it again. Um, there's no question. Oh, and Paul, should I tell this story about who lives down the block from me? Yeah. You like this one? Yeah, you, you saw I published the pictures today in the article. You saw that on the website. Yeah. Um, uh, well, I'm in a community of 300 families. We're 15 miles from the nearest grocery store, gas station, and so forth. We're remote. We're remote as hell. We have no street lights. A lot of the roads aren't paved. I'm lucky to live on one. One and a half, two acre, you know, horse ranch properties. Uh, it, it's really spread out lovely place um and we're extremely conservative we took on mccain for eight years who tried to steal our land without payment so you know we have a little bond out here with the people that have been here for a while and uh all of a sudden we're driving down and my son says dad look at that black lives matter signs on that house and a biden sign i said well the biden sign doesn't bother me the other does because of the riots that are going on Okay, well, about a week later, this guy drives um, trucks and cars to final destination points. He's got one of those rig haulers where he has like 10 to 12 of these vehicles. And I'm coming down the street, and he's got Border Patrol vehicles, BLM, advocate, staunch advocate in the middle of conservative rural Arizona, and he has Border Patrol on his rig in front of his house. And then I ran this by law enforcement. And I was told, Dave, those vehicles aren't new. Those are probably five years old from what we can see. And I said, oh my gosh, could this be the beginning of some kind of false flag? Would you think that way too? Oh, absolutely, without a doubt. Now, I'm not saying the guy that lives there is part of the false flag. He's simply transporting what he's paid to transport. It could be that innocent. But when you put the Black Lives Matter signs from his house into this, you really have to ask questions. Well, and that's just, that, that's just one semi-load. How many other semi-loads are there out there? Yeah, I mean, well... This, I mean, this, 
this this is like you're talking about the Chinese. Here we had the pictures of uh, the Chinese shipping in drop-in fully automatic sears for trigger systems for AR-15s and silencers. Mm-hmm. Three times. Three times. Yep. Well, they were they were in uh, the 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 biggest load that I saw was a picture out of uh, Lexington, Kentucky. And they were reported out of uh, Melbourne, uh, Florida, and uh, out of Chicago. But that's just what we've. That's like these, these, BL, these, these uh, border patrol trucks. That's just one trailer load. We've only seen one picture of these drop-in, uh, fully automatic, uh, drop-in trigger systems for our 15s. How many are there out there? And suppressors. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I think there are some things. You mentioned Melbourne. Let's take a detour just for a second. Um, you mentioned Melbourne, Florida. There's another Melbourne that bears um, some discussion because I think that what we're seeing, we're seeing Chinese colonists move into Australia. I get tons of emails from people who follow my work, uh, my broadcast, podcast, and so forth from Australia and New Zealand, and the Chinese are moving in by the droves, entire villages, same thing in Ecuador, Chile, um, South Africa. And But let's focus on Melbourne for a second. They now are locking people in their apartments um, and in their homes, and I've seen two videos, and I'm deciding whether or not I'm going to air them in a story because the language is pretty graphic, but you see this lady, she's about five foot and about 90 pounds. And the cops approach her, and you just see the beginning of the approach. And they uh, they don't say, ma'am, you have to have a mask on. They just instantly went and they grabbed her by the throat and slammed her to the ground and then pounced on her. I mean, they easily could have killed her. She was bruised to death, as later photos showed. And And they haven't done that once that I've got on tape. They've done it twice, where it's attack women, beat the dog crap out of them, all in the name of not having a mask and then but not just arresting them they could have easily grabbed her arms overpowered her put the cuffs on because i mean she weighed 90 pounds and and then put her in the car they tossed her into the vehicle tossed her it was a paddy wagon kind of vehicle and they just literally threw her in and it's kind of like these police have been instructed to be as brutal as possible and then one guy was filming his girlfriend and it was the same kind of deal she was petite, probably about five foot five one, for what I could tell, and she probably weighed about 120, 130 pounds. And they just they they had they did the uh, George Floyd knee on the neck to her, and this is a petite female, and then her boyfriend's there filming it, and he's dropping every cuss word, all the f bombs on these cops. I'm surprised they didn't knock the crap out of him, and he went nuts, and they wouldn't respond. They were like automatons who were like Gestapo agents and they just had one mission, beat the crap out of her and ignore everybody else. It was incredible what's going on with the mass situation. H- have you been following this stuff at all in in, yeah, was, in Melbourne, Australia? Oh, absolutely, yeah. I was, I, matter of fact, I was talking to Diane about it this morning and uh, it's just a, it, it's just a wide awake nightmare that these people would turn on their own kind for nothing. 
if you and I and millions of other people out there know the masks don't work, this 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 mask thing has become a dystopian nightmare of 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 nothing but false news. And I mean there's story after story all around the world. I know. Well, you know, most American policemen, most, not all, they would see a woman like that, and let's say they, they're mandated to enforce the mask rule. They're going to walk up and say, ma'am, do you have a mask? I'm going to have to ask you to put a mask on. And that's, most cops would give a person a chance to self-correct. They would act like a human being. They would treat the person with respect and try to get compliance without beating the dog crap out of them. Do you not agree with me? Oh, absolutely. By the way, our uh, communist governor has extended our mask wearing for a while. I don't think I, I've, I've been telling Diane. I said I don't. I don't think this is ever going to end. I agree ever. with you. I agree with you entirely. There's no end in sight here. None. None. I was talking. No, they've to, got. Uh, I mean, they they've already got their boots on our necks, and 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 most of the population are just obedient slaves with their mask, and we've even had you know, about three near scuffles in our store with people, uh, men coming in without masks, and we put a we put a box of masks by the front door so they could have a mask, and uh, God, it's, did you ever think we'd wind up, and I, I knew, you know, from starting Radio 93 and covering all the stuff we covered back in the days, and the Clintons, and corrupt government and all that stuff, but did you ever think we'd ever wind up in a hellhole like this? It's it's beyond a nightmare. But what's the ni- most nightmarish thing is not the behavior of the thugs. It's the acquiescence of the general population. That's the most disturbing thing to me. You Absolutely. Know, well, it was, it was nice to see the, uh, the, the amount of people that showed up to the rally. And I told you, I took a I told you I was going to take a, you know, a little video of what was going on, and I did. And it's kind of like your computer. My video was not on my phone. <laughs> yeah, and I it kept you. shutting off. Yeah, I had I had my I had my phone up and I was I was uh, filming the the Black Lives Matters group and the uh-huh. Patriots had them surrounded and all that stuff and and uh this guy walked by, he goes, you know your phone's off, don't you? And I go, no. <laughs> so, and it, yeah, and I, 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 could, I, I couldn't retrieve the video. Mm. But uh, next time I'll have to use a camera or something. But, uh, yeah, the, 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 electro, the electronic warfare that they're playing with a lot of people, including you and including me, no telling how many others, um, tells you how desperate they are. To keep to keep the truth out, but make no mistake, it, it, these people, these these sick Luciferian freaks, always have a <clears throat> kind of like the Marine Corps. We had an A A plan, B plan, C plan, D plan, and the all famous oh crap plan. And because uh, the Marine Corps is kind of like the bastard stepchildren of the of the military, and um, you you know that if this bug isn't bad as they want, you know they'll hit us with another one. I know. If they don't get what they want on round one, they'll make round two more 
more repressive. Why don't you think they went for the kill shot right away, Paul? Well, I think it was like this. It, it, this has all been just a test run. What can we get away with? Like this six-foot rule, social distancing. What an absurd thing. To, a sneeze goes 28 and a half feet in one second. So you've got the... You've got the seals out there trained to roll the ball on their nose and stand six feet apart, and we got we even got stuff on the floor in our store. You know, stand here, social distancing, stand here. It's just I don't even have words for it. You're right about one thing, though, Paul. It's, we're not getting out of this. We had a chance to stand up to the tyranny early on. Yeah, you may remember I said in on the middle of March, I said, I'll give the government a month. I gave them two weeks because I started discovering all the fraud. Um, one thing I want to say here, though, and I say it in every broadcast where this comes up, when the FDA commissioner says in April and again in May, and they haven't reversed it, that we're not going to re require the test manufacturers to validate their test results, the accuracy of it, you don't have a test. Your numbers mean nothing. It's just like a teacher giving a test without an answer key. And yet, and here's one more thing I want to throw out there, Paul. Um, I, I asked this question to a person from the Arizona Health Department. I said, uh, why is it that the medical textbooks say eradication of viruses is not possible? You have to quarantine early on, maybe, uh, but you have to work towards herd immunity and maybe a vaccination can be a partial containment activity. Maybe not, but eradication is not possible. Yet your numbers to get back to normal are basically eradication numbers. Why aren't you working towards herd immunity? Why won't you open the schools where really these kids will catch this and not even know they have it? And then my final comment was, what does it say about the severity of a virus when you don't have people dropping dead in the streets and you have to take a damn test to tell you if you've had it? And all I got was, well, we have to make sure every kid's safe. Eradication again. They, they, it's like they're ignoring every medical textbook that's ever been written that we educate our doctors yeah, well, on. Yeah, when the, when the government starts yelling about, we're going to keep you safe, <laughs> it's time to prick your ears up. I had a comment on my website of uh, a guy that uh, lives next door to a uh, medical uh, employee didn't say exactly which one, but uh, she was telling him she opened up a box of the COVID uh, test kits, and every every kid in there measured positive, and, and, and she just opened the box. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, that's like that Florida case cases. Um, July the 11th, 334 Florida testing stations had a 100% positivity test rate for coronavirus. That's impossible. Yeah. That's like that's like winning it the is. lottery every single day of the year. Can't happen. And yet people ho hum, ho hum, and this was documented. I published on my website the documents and showed the test results. And it's just like people are eyes glaze over and they don't get it. I mean, Paul, I think three fourths of this country is dumber than a box of rocks, or they're cowards. One or the same or both. What do you think? Well, I've said this on shows we've done before. I mean you got You've got 100 million Americans on SSRIs, which are basically zombies. Mm -hmm. And this this uh, uh, 
this vaccine, which isn't a vaccine, uh, it's got, and I, I can't, I've, I think Celeste talked about this, but I've seen it in two or three other videos, that these micro nanotechnology that they're putting into this, uh, it attaches to your bone, I mean, it does a lot of stain, but one of the things I found interesting was that it goes to the spiritual part of your brain. With how we, you know, we visit with our Creator, and there's—I mean, we're already in a one-third of a zombie apocalypse. <coughs> now then, they're going to inject us with a virus, a, a vaccine with micro nanotechnology that's going to attack the spiritual part of our brain. How do we know that's true, though? I, I mean, listen, I don't have a hard time believing it, but how do we validate this? Uh, I don't know, but it's being discussed. Yeah, I agree with you. There's and smoke, there's fire. I agree with you. I don't trust the ingredients either, but I don't have any hard and fast facts. You know, and here's another thing, too. Even in the Patriot community, people who are semi-aware to very aware, when I tell them they want me to condemn the vaccine and what's in it, and I've told them, I said, I know what other people see are in it, but I haven't seen a list. I don't really know. I haven't talked to a frontline person that has experience dealing with the vaccine content. I said, how can I possibly make a professional judgment? I can say I don't trust it because it's Bill Gates related. But do you see my point, Paul? Oh, I do. But somebody, somebody's going to pop up with this. That's Guaranteed. what I'm waiting for. Yeah, I agree with you. I, listen, you come to my door with a vaccine, you're going to get a lead vaccine. Okay, you're not coming in my house. You're not going to attack my family. I don't trust it. It's not going to happen. But I can't sit here and tell you I'm not doing it for these reasons. I'm doing it because of a general mistrust of the system. Oh, me too. I mean, this is like gun confiscation. I mean, they're they're not gonna they're not gonna have enough troops, and and even Trump said they're gonna use the military to you know get the vaccines out there and <laughs> you know after after first two or three thousand are dead what do you think those guys are going to do Solzhenitsyn said that when the KGB came for the perceived dissidents and killed them or took them to the gulags he said we didn't love freedom enough we didn't resist enough we should have grabbed the poker from the fireplace and stabbed them and if some of them knew they weren't going home to their families that night, he said it might have had a different outcome. Do you remember when he said that? Oh, yeah. I love that quote. Yeah. And and I, I agree with you. I don't want to take American lives, even in self-defense. If you come into my house with evil intent, someone's not leaving alive. That's, that's, that's a man's right to defend his family. And I know they'll probably bring overwhelming force, and then you're dead. But the thing is, is if enough of us are standing up at one time... It could get really dicey for him. By the way, did you see today the news is speculating that Hillary Clinton's talking like she's going to have a role in the cabinet for the Democrats? Yeah, I saw that evil witch. <laughs> oh, don't say stuff like that when I'm taking a drink of water. <laughs> oh, there's a... Uh, oh. Up at John Moore's website, you and I have talked about it privately. You can go to thelibertyman.com. And it's on the uh, left-hand side of the page, and it's listed as a special alert. 
It says a private source is telling me that on Tuesday, August 18th, and that's weird for for uh, John's really, really anti-putting dates out there. Yeah, but anyway, I, yeah he is. He, he's, you're exactly right. There will be an announcement that there will not be a presidential election take place on Tuesday, November 3rd, 2020, August 11th, 2020. Ladies and gentlemen, in the alternative media, there's plenty of speculation about the upcoming presidential election. Following is my analysis of this matter the second week of August 2020. you got to remember, this guy's a, a, a murder homicide detective for better part of 40 years. And, Number a, one, and a former Green Beret and combat veteran, too. Yeah. Yeah. Number one, if President Trump allows the election to move forward, our enemies, the socialists, communists, Muslims, Democrats, will cause sufficient civil disorder to either stop the election or so compromise several large states that have the most electors in the Electoral College that the election will be seen as being invalid. This civil disorder will result in hundreds of millions of dollars in property damage and an untold number of deaths. Number two, if President Trump acts to mitigate the civil disorder by stopping the election, the civil disorder might possibly be tens of millions of dollars of property damage and far less loss of life. I obviously believe the election will not take place in either scenario. However, if the president steps the election, stops the election, he will mostly certainly also go after, with criminal indictments, any and all people, groups, organizations that have conspired to destroy our republic. Mm-hmm. It will be a long list. Pray for President Trump. Pray for our republic, John Moore. So we're going to see. Yeah, well, I got something else that you're, this is going to this is going to get your attention, Paul, and that of the audience. I was speaking with Paul Preston this morning of Agenda 21 Radio, and he happens to also be the president of the New California 51st State Movement, which has the blessing of the Trump administration. And he's been told, and I, he would not reveal the sources for obvious reasons, but he said August 16th, things are coming down. So these dates are right next to each other. We'll see. I don't go on dates either. You know that, because the New World Order, they, the globalists, they manage by objective. Dates are pretty secondary to them. I mean, they had Agenda 21 where the world's supposed to be under global governance and one economic system by the year 2000, and it wasn't. They, they don't manage by dates. They manage by objective. And uh, But I do think these dates mean something, and I think this coming week is going to be a telltale sign. And I mean everything from Trump arresting hundreds of people, leaders, to an assassination of the president. I, I think it could run the full gamut, and I can't begin to predict what it's going to be. Well, we've already, you already we talked off the air about uh, one of your sources talking about they were worried about a, a uh, mass population event to take the president out. Yeah, no, like, you know, detonate a nuke or something else big to kill hundreds of thousands of people and obscure the fact that the president was really the target and they're willing to sacrifice all these other people. And by the way, that information came outside someone who's in a federal agency in a position of power. And it's something that they've rehearsed. So, um, yeah, <laughs> it's just, it's all coming together, Paul. You know, remember when uh, uh, Obama was running and he had his acorn thugs go to polling places and they were intimidating what appeared to be conservative voters? Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. They're going to make, these uh, radicals today are going to make acorn look like uh, kindergartners. 
Well, this is just breaking this morning. Ex-FBI resistant lawyer to plead guilty in Durham's Trump-Russia probe. Uh, he's a former FBI lawyer. Kevin Kleinsmith is, is pleading uh, guilty to one count of making a false statement regarding his involvement in the agency's actions against the Trump campaign. So maybe it started. We'll see. Yeah, that, that's pretty low level um, of a charge, and it sounds like a deal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Well, we caught you in this one lie, um, but you know what? We might look the other way for the most of it if you just give us what we want. Who's the next guy up? Yeah, uh, but I don't see that happening in three days if that's our strategy. This has to be a swift and decisive action, and uh, it's going to trigger a civil war. If he goes out and arrests, um, let me give you an example. Like the, the leaders who founded Black Lives Matter, are, are, uh, one of them was jailed for, what, uh, 58 years, and Obama sent, uh, com commuted her sentence on the last day of his presidency, and she was convicted of murder. And she's one of the co-founders of Black Lives Matter. What, what does that tell you? Yep. What does that tell you their response is going to be? Well, they're, I mean, look, look at crazy California releasing thousands and thousands and thousands of violent criminals back onto the streets. Yeah, well, if you're going to invade a country, your first line of defense are the police. So defunding is a way to start the invasion and then overwhelming the police with what is coming with these releases of these criminals is going to basically serve to neutralize the police as a first responder to a Red Dawn invasion, uh, mass terrorist attacks across the country. Cho choose your enemy, Paul, but, but when you launch a major attack upon the police, you're threatening the national security of this country. Yeah, little by note, they are building houses hand over fist here in the little town of Wellington, Colorado. I know a trim carpenter comes in the store. And he said, the minute that we get these things finished, they're sold. And I'm seeing more and more and more. Lots of California plates, Illinois, New Jersey showing up. But, I mean, they're building houses out here as fast as they can. Yeah, the thing is, is they're coming here to Arizona, too, and they're bringing their stinking liberal politics. We have a saying here, don't Californicate Arizona. Um, if you're going to come to our states, become conservative. <laughs> this is God's country, not the devil's country that you're coming from. Well, Paul, we're just about out of time. Um, revolutionradio.org is Paul's website. It's a news aggregate site. It's one of the best out there, and he's got the best articles across the country and designed to keep you up with the news that you're not going to get on CNN and the controlled opposition Fox and all the other six mouthpieces that control 98% of the media. Paul, thanks so much for joining us. Very informative. Uh, good to hear from your East Coast intelligence source again, just confirming what we already know, though. We're in big, big doo-doo, and if we don't stand up, you know what's that saying? If we don't hang together, we're all going to hang separately. Paul, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Dave. God bless everybody. Take care.